So there are very few must-haves that I actually recommend. I think you need a website. I think every author does. And author friend, hands down, not only is that a must, it's a non-negotiable. And outside of that, the second non-negotiable in my book is that you need to be on LinkedIn. No questions asked. I don't think you have to do all the things or be all the places, but I do believe that being visible and engaged on LinkedIn will bode well for you, especially if you are a nonfiction author. Why, you might be asking. Well, because not all social media platforms are created equally, and LinkedIn is the one poised for conversion. Have I piqued your interest? I hope so. (laughs) So let's dive in. Hey, I'm Stephanie Fegger, and Empower is my middle name. Well, not really, but it should be. I believe that empowered people empower people, and I am obsessed with empowering you, the nonfiction author, with impactful marketing strategies to help you take your important message and share it with those who desperately need it, who want it, and most importantly, will buy it. I'm the owner and chief strategist of the Empower PR Group and the author of three books myself, including my newest book, Make Your Author Impact. Sell more books, increase your reach, and achieve your why. I have been called to merge my love for reading books and writing books and marketing books to help nonfiction authors with laser-focused strategies and tactics to write books that sell, promote books to those who need and want them most, and build meaningful businesses from empowering messages. I want you to think of this as your one-stop shop for marketing insights from an author who has been there, done that, and understands exactly where you are. So get your pins ready because I am ready to empower you. This is the Empowered Author Podcast. So social media creates such a dilemma and I am tired of hearing authors battle it. (laughs) Where should you be? How should you be present there? How much time should you spend? What should you talk about? There are way too many questions you are faced with. And if it makes my head spin, I'm pretty sure that it makes yours spin too. So today, let's calm those spinning heads and start to get into the weeds. As to what each social media platform has to offer and how you could and likely should be showing up. Now, before we dive into LinkedIn, which is my most favorite social media platform and the one we are actually talking about today, I do want to note that not all social media platforms are the same. Each have their own purpose and goals and their users engage on the platform uniquely too. So with this in mind, the rest of the episodes in this season will highlight the following for each platform. The first part we will always talk about is the platform itself, the overview, what's unique about it, who usually engages on it. Then we will dig into the platform infrastructure. This is the foundation, like a home. It's the foundation and for social media, it's your social media home hub for that platform and how we will take advantage of what that platform has to offer. And then we will wrap up the episode talking about the platform engagement and how you could and should be showing up. Are you ready to talk about LinkedIn? Because I am dying to tell you all of my favorite tricks and treats and goodies. (laughs) Let's go. LinkedIn, how does that phrase, those two words that are smushed together, make you feel? Well, recently I have had the chance to do a digital presence audit with multiple authors. And every time I mention LinkedIn, I see their shoulders move up into their ears. It's like they're cringing because they know they're supposed to be on LinkedIn, but they haven't a clue where 
to begin. Now, I think most authors know they need to be here because they know that it is considered the business platform, and many nonfiction authors are looking to build and grow their authorpreneur business. However, the LinkedIn that used to be and the LinkedIn that now don't actually look the same, and I think that's why I like it so much. So I was raised up in the Facebook world. Yes, I am one of those. And I actually am not so fond of the Facebook platform anymore and have pivoted over to LinkedIn, mainly because I know the people go to LinkedIn, not so much to lurk or gossip or go down crazy rabbit holes, but instead they go there for conversion, for a purpose. They're searching for something and they are interested. They are ready to take action. They might go to learn a little bit more about you. It might actually solidify why they might want to work with you, but they are ready to do something. And because of that, I can really understand what it is like to be a LinkedIn user. I believe every author should be on LinkedIn. Like that's just one of my non-negotiables. And I think that if you have a solid infrastructure and don't find joy in engaging on it, that could still work for you. That's one of my favorite parts about LinkedIn because the people who are going to LinkedIn and really using it most effectively, they don't have time to go crazy on it anyways, right? They might go and peruse it with their morning coffee, but they are very likely to be focused and purposeful. LinkedIn gives you a place to build your brand identity out allows you the opportunity to really articulate your voice. And it also allows you to let people know very explicitly what you want them to do after they've read your book. What is next? I really love how LinkedIn allows you the opportunity to be positioned as an industry expert and thought leader. And not just that, but to network with other thought leaders, complimentary service providers, or referral partners. It's amazing what LinkedIn will do. And I want you to throw away this mindset that LinkedIn is only for the stuffy professional because it is not. It has evolved tremendously. And the people who are hanging out on LinkedIn are really amazing people, and I'm crossing my fingers, you will be added to that awesome people list. Now you wouldn't build a house and expect it to stand if it wasn't built on solid foundation, on strong concrete. All you would need is the wind to blow and the frame would tip. Well, when we talk about social media, I always say, like anything else, you want your infrastructure solid. Your author platform should be consistent and the messaging clear, the brand in alignment, and it be very, very easy for people to not only find you, but articulate what you do. So we are going to dive into my top three tips for LinkedIn infrastructure updates. I actually have a gazillion more, and so this is really hard for me to limit to three, but I've tried to put them in groups so I could give you as much as possible. First things first, make sure you have creator mode turned on in LinkedIn. Now, this is not something everyone knows about if you're not on LinkedIn regularly, but I love creator mode because when you turn on creator mode in your infrastructure profile, you are given the opportunity to do some things that other people can't do on their normal profile. So creator mode allows you to do things like record a video that aligns with your profile photo. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to my LinkedIn and you will quickly see that my profile photo turns into a little video of me and it's really fun. It becomes multifaceted and that's really great for people like us who are multifaceted. We're authors and speakers and business owners and thought leaders and everyone in between. And it's also great for those who are looking to build and grow their speaking business because people want to see you and hear from you too. 
Now, when you also turn on creator mode, you get something called an open to section, which allows you to highlight additional support or work or things that you can do that you'd like to offer. All of these things are great because it helps with searching. Anything that you can share makes you more searchable. You can then include your website as a part of your infrastructure in what I like to call your business card. We'll get to that in a second. And you can also include five hashtags that are linked to your profile of things you might be talking about regularly. Finally, creator mode is what is needed for you to do LinkedIn newsletters and LinkedIn lives. Now, I have dabbled just a hair in LinkedIn newsletters, but I am really deep in on LinkedIn lives. In fact, every Wednesday, myself and a friend of mine do a LinkedIn live together. We've been doing it for nearly a year now, and we love it. So I think many, many authors should consider leveraging all that creator mode has to offer. All right, my second infrastructure tip is around the business card. Now, I can't really call it a business card anymore because once you turn on creator mode, that top part of your profile that used to be a beautiful rectangle turns a little bit more of like an oblong square. (laughs) Maybe it still is a rectangle, it's just not as beautiful. But this business card is a virtual experience. It's the first thing people see that you bring to the table. So I want you to make sure that you're taking advantage of the photos you have, the background cover photo, really use that real estate and don't let it not be used on purpose. But the big part on this one is to take a look at your headline. When I talk about your headline, it is that descriptor right underneath your name. Now, this is the first moment I want you to sit with the fact that on social media, it's not about you. It's about them. That's kind of like how I feel about books, right? It's not about you. It's about your reader. It's about the one visiting. So I want you to think of your LinkedIn headline as a quick snippet of the value you offer. Don't look at it like the accolades you've done or all of the things that you can check off the list or even the job you're in now. I want you to look at it as to why would people care? What's the value? Because when you start commenting on people's posts, the first line or so of your headline pop up too. And that can be a door opener for people to learn more about you. All right. My third infrastructure tip is in alignment with that too. This whole is not about you. It's about them continues down into your content. So I've always said your about section on LinkedIn is like your cover letter and your experience is like your resume, but put it through the lens of it's not about you. It's about them. So I want you to look at your about section. How can you use that to talk about the problem solution situation that you offer others through your book, through your business, through your speaking and everywhere in between and take full advantage of every single character that you have in that space, because that is also searchable. When you look at your featured section, I always say, just keep a handful of links there and take people on a journey there too. Why would they care? This isn't a look at me, I'm amazing section. This is a, I can help you section. Finally, your experience. Yes. The section that's supposed to be like your resume, not really like your resume. In fact, if there's something on your resume that doesn't align with how you help people now, take it off. People aren't going to ask you questions about gaps like they would in a job interview. You want to have stuff on your experience section that is in alignment with how you help people now. Now, if you are currently doing stuff that is a little bit different from what your experience is, obviously your experience shaped what you're doing now. So how can you pivot your social media content under your experience section to speak to it? I will never forget when I was collaborating with a friend of mine who I used to work with. She came from the nonprofit world in fundraising, and I noticed her LinkedIn pivoted a little bit to talk about HR because that's where she was wanting to go. She looked at all of her content 
in the section on experience and about, I looked into all of that and I could see the small pivots on her decades of experience and fundraising and the benefit in the HR space. If you need some insights on how to do this, go visit my LinkedIn profile and get you some ideas. You can also add really cool links there too. LinkedIn infrastructure is amazing. Take full advantage of every nook and cranny you have there. Now, if you wanted to stop with infrastructure, do nothing else, I wouldn't be so mad at you. I would be happy. I'd be grateful. At least you've done half the work. The engagement, however, just kind of is the cherry on top. It's just the extra that pushes you over the edge. And here are three of my favorite tips to take full advantage of LinkedIn engagement. The first tip is I want you to engage with the right people. Let me tell you, you're not doing yourself any favors if you're only connecting with people that you used to do things with, not who you're doing things with now. So go do a search. In the beginning, when I was building my LinkedIn platform a bit, I would spend about five minutes a day and I would do a search on some keywords of people that I thought I could help or benefit or collaborate with. And even might be some complimentary service providers, people who are also helping my target readers connect with them in a very meaningful way on LinkedIn. You can either connect or follow. And many times you can send a message. If you send a message, you make a promise to me right now though, okay? Don't be icky or salesy. Those people make me so mad and I automatically delete them. Don't do that. Instead, show that you care. Explain why you wanted to connect and then start engaging with them on their posts. That takes me to tip number two, post. Seriously, LinkedIn is no longer that platform only for professionals. No, it is open to so many different topics because we are all career people and we are all professional. So post on LinkedIn, share on LinkedIn, post your thought leadership, pull book quotes, talk about some things that are really meaningful to you, share what other businesses and thought leaders are doing that you can be in alignment with, but post and post regularly. Now, a couple of hashtags you can use each time you post would be helpful, but I think I've heard that about three hashtags is all you need. You don't have to even use those. I don't care one way or another. Just start posting. The more you do it, the easier it will become. And that takes me to my third tip. I love LinkedIn Live and using video on LinkedIn. People love video. They engage with video. LinkedIn Lives are just fun. I just have fun with them. And so my recommendation to you is if you have been thinking that video might be fun, but it terrifies you, find a friend like I did with my friend Jennifer and do a regular LinkedIn live with them. Be once a month or every other week and just get comfortable with the platform. Also, if you do that, don't get hung up on engagement, meaning don't get hung up on are people watching immediately or interacting on the video in live time. They might not be. That's okay. It is okay because what you're doing is you're creating content. All that content is inbound marketing. It's allowing people when they need you to find you, to learn about you and decide if they want to work with you. If you want some LinkedIn inspiration, find me on LinkedIn and let's connect. I absolutely love, love, love LinkedIn. And that's saying something because I used to not at all. LinkedIn is focused and has purpose. And I love that about this platform. It is a lot harder to fall into a rabbit hole on LinkedIn. And people come here because they have a reason to, not because they just want to usually. I want you to make you be that reason. I have actually gotten clients 
clients from LinkedIn. I've solidified speaking engagements from it, and I've built a network of connectors, referrals, industry partners, and buddies here. And maybe you will too. So do you need to be everywhere? No way. Do you need to be on LinkedIn? Yes way. If that makes your head start to spin again, take a deep breath and know you don't have to do this alone. I would love to help you. First off, we have a handy tool to help you this season. Visit empowerprgroup.com slash social media to download the author's guide to the social dilemma where you can follow along with all the tips that we're sharing and take notes and really uncover how you're going to take a handle and tackle social media. Secondly, we are here to help. In fact, social media is a specialty of ours, especially LinkedIn. We love offering digital presence audits as well as helping authors update their social media infrastructure, create content pillars in a social plan, and even develop graphics and content accordingly. If you could use that help, reach out, visit empowerprgroup.com slash social media to learn more. Okay, author friend, thank you for listening today. And thank you for saying yes to continuing to be empowered. As you know, I believe in empowerment and empowered people because I know empowered people empower people and I've empowered you. Now it is your turn to empower others. 